ready for more. That's the theme around our vision this year. And you know, to be ready for more, you've got to believe that there is more. And the story that triggers our vision comes out of the story of Abraham, where God calls him out of his home country into a, a new place that he didn't know. And, and the moment where he takes him onto a mountaintop and he tells Abraham to look out, and, and he's out looking out onto a dry and empty place. <laughs> and he tells him there, and it's on the back of your program if you'd look at it, he, here's what God says to him, and he's, and he's saying it to us. Lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are, north, south, east, west. All that you see around you, I give to you. And what God speaks to Abraham, he speaks to each of us here today. You may think you're right now in a dry place an empty place in your life with your family, your career, or whatever area of life. But it, as you look out into the future right now, it looks like less and less and not more. It's dry and empty. But God would say to us, look out from where you are. Lift up your eyes. Look where you are. And, and that word to us is, look around at where he's taken you to get you to where you are here today. Remember the times that he protected you from the wrong decisions. Look how he's blessed you. You're here. You're dressed. You had something to eat today. You've got friends in your life. You've got your health. He's opened doors of opportunity you could have never opened on your own if you look back from where you are. He's brought you through some things that it didn't seem possible. There was another way out, and yet here you are. We had a family here in this church that went through the most unimaginable, just tragedy. They lost a very young child. And in months afterward, still in the grieving process, I remember Karen and I laying hands on the wife and family, and, and, and praying for a touch of God, a move of God that would restore joy and, and bring another child. And I'm here to tell you, God did it. God did it. And today that family has joy in their home and a baby boy. You see, God wants to tell us here today that he's got more. He's got more for you and I. And what he has done before, he'll do again. And I want to challenge you because the more that he has for us is never just for us. He's got more planned for you because he wants to take your more and bring that more into the lives of the people in your world. He wants to bring life-changing impact that touches others. And so his more for us is a gift to do more for others. And I love the fact that he didn't tell Abraham to just stay there and look out in one place. You know, hold on, hope for something good someday, some way. Some of us are waiting on something to happen. No, God says, come on, get out of that. Look around in every direction. And then if you look at the story, the next thing he tells them is, get out there and begin to walk into all that you can see here and now. 
You see, some of us, it's time to get up, church. It's time to get up and believe God for more faith, for more expectation of what he will do, not someday, but right now. See, you got to believe that he has more. We also have to want more. You can't be ready for more unless you want more. And I'm probably talking to some of you here that aren't asking for more. In fact, you're afraid to ask because at some point in the past, you were praying for something, and it was really important, and, and God didn't answer. And, and, and so the safe thing to do is you don't want to live disappointed with God because you don't want him to be disappointed that you're disappointed. Come on. And so the safe thing to do is just don't believe or ask for more. I'll just, I'll just stay safe here. So sometimes, but here's the thing. It isn't that God couldn't have answered that prayer or that he doesn't have more. The, the problem is so often is that what we're asking for isn't enough. See, if, let's think about it. If Abraham, six months before this mountaintop moment that we see on the back here where God's talking to him, if six months earlier... Abraham had prayed, you know, I just showed up here. I'm having problems with the neighbors. My enterprise is pretty big, hurting, and I need a lot of water. God, I don't need much. Just give me this little corner of land over here. We can manage it. I'll get along better with the neighbors, and everything will be good. I'll, I'll be comfortable. If he had prayed that prayer and God had answered it, he would have missed this moment where God said, look out, north, south, east, and west, it's all yours. So sometimes God doesn't answer what we're asking because it will keep us from a greater destiny and purpose that he has. He has so much more, and we're asking for something way too small. And so he has to prepare us and get us ready so that thing that he didn't answer isn't that he's not listening, it's that he's got much more. And he wants you to want that. Now, there's a whole other group of us here, in fact, that, that you're, you're, we're in comfort zones. Uh, we all like comfort zones. The room's too hot. We want to make it comfortable. We, we love comfort. And so when we're here over these last few weeks talking about ready for more, some of you, you know who you are, are hearing, oh, Ooh, that, that sounds like a lot of work. And you figured it out. Um, if I ask God for more, he's going to ask more from me. Ooh, no, 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 no. I'm good. I, I'm happy. Uh, you know, I come to church once in a while, put a little money in the offering when they ask, you know. But, but I've got on, everything's under control. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need any more. I don't, I don't want to get out of where I am. See, here's the thing. If you're disappointed or, or if you're afraid of what God's going to ask you to do and you're saying, oh, I don't want to change, when there's no change, it's so true. There's this deadness that comes into our spirit. And, and, and slowly, and we may not even realize it, and I've been there. I can tell you this from experience. The, the joy and passion of life just kind of starts leaking out. 
And I've talked to people that will say, Steve, I, I used to, I, I just don't think it's possible. I can't imagine that I can ever feel the joy and passion that I once had in, in my marriage or in my career or, or my relationship with God. See, here's the good news, though. God knows what we need even when we don't. <laughs> and so you say, well, then what do you do? I, I don't feel like coming to church. I, I don't feel like praying and all the stuff we talk about. I, I just don't feel it. And I know I'm talking to some of you. And here's what I've learned. Faith is not feelings. It's not feelings. It is following through and doing the right thing and the things that are true. And so here's how you can apply that. If I'm talking to some of you that feel dry and empty and, and just no passion there and it's been lost and maybe you're discouraged and your real fear is that you can never get it back. Can I challenge you right now that the first step towards something better is to not walk away from the place and the people where the passion can most easily get restored, and that's right here. Keep coming, even if it's a challenge. Get up and come. Come and serve. Press in and pray, even if you don't feel like it. Keep reading the Word of God. Get planted and connected. Don't pull away. And here's, I shared this the last time I spoke. Karen and I were a young couple serving in church. We, we were faithful. We were doing all the right things. And yet, hearing the word of God one day, driving to work, God came in a vision, a wall of fire, and said, I want more of you. Come on into this fire. And he changed my life that day. And I went to a whole new level of passion that I didn't even know I was missing. And he will do the same thing in your life. To be ready for more, you got to want more. But then finally, if you want to be ready for more, you got to be confident. Oh, you got to have confidence. Oh, the scripture calls it confident hope that God's more is greater than anything you can imagine, and it will only happen by his power. Come back for a moment to me, with me to that mountaintop moment. Abraham's up there looking out at this huge empty space. There's nobody there. He's an old man, and God said, it's all going to be yours, and you're going to have nations come out of you, millions upon millions, uncountable numbers of people. And that's when he changed his name to Father of Nations. But there was one problem. He didn't have any kids. He was a grandpa. It was an impossibility. And what God was describing, which was, by the way, his legacy. Our legacy is in the promises of God. He couldn't see it. It was beyond his ability to see it. What's in this document? this workbook, some of your notes, what we're envisioning for Berlin, what we're envisioning to make it big and make it loud, and your part to play in that, in your time, your talent and treasure. It's too big. We're talking about something that's going to go on for generations. Some of our teenagers here are going to see fulfillment of this in a way that I might not see, but I'm planning to last a long time. And I shared this before, Karen and I, a young couple in church, 
Years and years ago, one of our first assignments was working in the baby room, changing diapers, watching other people's children while they came to a service. And I could tell you way back when, when that was happening, we could never have imagined that we'd be here today with all of you, senior pastors of one of the largest life-giving churches in Berlin. It was beyond our imagination. And the things that God has already planted in your life, the things he wants to do, the vision that he has for you is beyond your imagination to fully see it now. What he has for this church, it's beyond our imagination. And the key to unlocking that for you and I, for the church, our key to unlocking that vision is what God told Abraham on the mountain that day. Lift up your eyes. Look out from where you are now. See what he's done to get you where you are. You may have thought it was you, but he was always right there. And, and, and start to get an understanding that he's on the move. He's moving north, south, east, and west in your world, in your life, in the promises that he has for you. And he wants us to start living our dreams right now. Start that business. Find a partner. Restore the marriage. Be that, be that single man and woman who lives a life of excellence and purity that people are in awe of your lifestyle. Church, let's start doing the things that we're believing for in the future right here and right now. And so let's start praying big. Come on. Let's start praying big prayers. In fact, let's believe for even bigger things than we're praying. Ooh. And, and, and let's start to walk into a higher level of expectation that God is going to bless us. He wants to bless you to be a blessing. And come on, can I challenge us? Let's have our focus be letting God use all the more that he's going to do in my life to impact people for change. We're not here to stay comfortable. And can I just encourage us, church, let's start thanking him for more before it arrives. Amen. Oh, God, we thank you for what is going to happen out of this vision series. Six months from now, we're going to see so much more, but we go ahead and thank you for it now and what we're going to do in our lives personally, in our relationships, all of the good things that are coming, we thank you in advance. Because listen, guys, it's not going to be because we have educational degrees, and we got a lot of them here. We got a lot of PhDs sitting in this house. It's not going to be because we have exceptional talent and we've got plenty of that. No, no, no. It's coming because there's a move of God's love and forgiveness that is being poured out like never before all over the earth. And it's being empowered by the resurrection power of Jesus. And that resurrection power is coming into us releasing physical, emotional, spiritual healing. It's causing a restoration in each one of us, a powerful restoration. And that, friends, 
is our promised land of inheritance, a restoration and renewal that will never stop until we see him face to face. And he is going to use us to touch this generation as we are ready for more.